The Eddyville team would like to thank Community Access Media, the Atocalypse Food Truck, Palermo Realty, our Patreon subscribers, and all of our listeners for their support and contributions. We love you, Erie. Idiot Fellow is a mature podcast. We sometimes touch on adult themes and use adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Idiots. It's Idiotville 219 coming to you from the Hall of Justice. Hall of Justice. I am your host, Dill Spears, in the Hall of Justice with Ryan Lewis. Hello. Brent at Liberty. <laughs> the N stands for no offense. No offense. No defense. <laughs> no hope. No hope. No hope. None. Nah. The only hope we have is that maybe the Steelers will start penny penny kicking. <laughs> I blow yeah. Anybody, honestly, other than Mitchell Trubisky at this point. Seriously, I fucking hate yeah. him. Can can Matt Canada get a, a sexual harassment charge? I, I never thought I would miss freaking Mason Rudolph this goddamn much. Oh, at least Mason will throw the ball down the field. Yeah. yeah. Well, except that Matt Canada doesn't call passes down the field. No, at least, he doesn't. At least the Browns are trying to attack him instead of openly laughing at him. That Doug, was a step in the right direction. Can you get Duck Hodges back, maybe? No, he retired. Oh, yeah. he retired. He retired. Yeah, so that, he was fun. I liked him. That fourth voice in the Hall of Justice. Who the fuck is, is this guy? It's Uppy from Uppy in the Stash. How you doing, man? Hey, 2917. 2917. Yeah. That fucked a lot of people over. Yeah, that last touchdown. Oh, my God. Well, people who bet the under. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and there was apparently one of them had a teaser that had the um, seven, you know, seven point five was a spread on the te- on the teaser, like one of those ones that you just click oh. when you go in. Yeah, yeah. So it had it all the way into like useless oh. shit. Yeah, <laughs> useless touchdown with no time left. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're talking about how the Steelers are possibly the most inept team in all of football right now. How's it feel? Yeah. I don't know. Tell us how it feels because we're not used to it. Mm. I'm, I'm gonna let. I'm gonna happily watch you learn and go through the growing pains yourself. As will I. Uh, yeah, that's awfully nice of you guys. So you're welcome. Uh, you're welcome. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was up. He went to that game. So you went to the 49ers Seahawks game on Sunday. Yes. In the pouring yeah. down rain. At, at it wasn't pouring like, but. Was last, it drizzling? Well, it was drizzling um, off and on. It was either fucking cold or when the sun was shining through the clouds, it was fucking hot. Uh, there was no in-between. <laughs> uh, but I went last year uh, for... It was Sunday Night Football, the Colts Niners Sunday Night Football game. Yes. They, they called it an atmospheric river. That yes. fucking sucked. Like, I remember you sending yeah. pictures from it. And it like, like, people ask me, like, well, how bad was it? I was like, I'll put it this way. We brought the clear bag, right? In that clear bag, we had a cellophane-wrapped, like, Skittles box that we bought from, like, whatever. When we got to the Skittles thing, like, after the fact, the Skittles inside were wet. <laughs> like, it was that, like, because it was the steadiest fucking rain ever. And then, like, right before halftime, it's like Mother Nature just cranked it up a few notches, and it never let up. Like, the shoes I wore that night, I've never worn again because they were, they, they shrunk. <laughs> <laughs> They're form-fitting. He can't, he had to cut them off. It's like one of those times where you're just, like, in the rain, you're like, I can't possibly get wetter. This is Well, have you ever, now. like, been so wet and cold that, like, you're walking somewhere and you see, like, this deep puddle and you just walk right through it because, like, you're just yeah, over yeah, it. That's what I did. And I drove home, but. 
went barefoot. Like, it was that bad. Last year, when we went to the NFL draft <laughs> in Cleveland, it rained like that. And oh, we, that we was were soaked. Yeah. Yeah. Like, literally two minutes after, after getting out of our Uber, we were drenched. Mm. And we were drenched all day, and it got so bad that my back seized up on me. Oh. And, and we were like, we're going to stay down here and watch the draft. It was fucking pouring. We're like, screw it. We went back to the haunted house mm-hmm. and watched the draft there. And we will, I will never go to the draft again <laughs> because being outside and, and like, you don't know what the weather's going to be. Your team's going to piss you off. So <laughs> no matter what, they're yeah. going to make you mad. Except Brent, like, did victory laps that day because the Steelers got fryer move. Okay. But we were soaked. I went back to the house, changed my clothes, and laid down for 20 minutes, and I was, like, instantly better. And then we were back for maybe half an hour, and then the other guys showed up. They're like, yeah, we tried to get seats in the flats, and it was like, fuck it. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I can I can totally see because it was, it was one of those wets mm-hmm. where, like, you're – Ass cheeks have friction from the water. Yes, yes, <laughs> awful. Yeah. So you just couldn't be dry. Yeah, because I was part of that second group where it was just like, I tried. I, I really did try. Yeah, it was me and, I think it was me and Doug and Paul went back to the yeah. went back to the house. That was the day that Paul got out jumped by the eight year old girl. Yeah. <laughs> and we're just sitting there, right, at, watching the draft, and then all of a sudden, Paul's like doing shots of tequila, and he's like, "That fucking cunt." And we're like. <laughs> <laughs> She was probably 12, but she still beat him on the vertical jump. Uh, it was the best. And it ruined him. Like, he was really bothered by this. Well, <laughs> we were all over. And that um, makes me really happy. Well, we still shit on him about it. Paul <laughs> showed up at my house for our fantasy draft a couple weeks ago. And I said to my girlfriend, I'm like, you have to say, oh, Paul, you're the one who got out jumped by the 12-year-old girl. Because nice. you, that's not something you can ever let die. No, like they always never. talk to me about how old I am. I'm not old. I'm 45. But yeah, you know yeah. what? If you bring chicken here, you, you act indignant <laughs> about it a little bit, yeah. you know. But Paul is just so mad about it, and on top of his always bad takes about everything, everything. literally everything. <laughs> like I love Paul, but he, some of the I, I would say over the past like two years, at least 50 of the. Dumbest fucking statements that I've ever heard in my life came out of his mouth. Because he, because he won't back down on them. Yeah, yeah. He just, and I, like, I've only known him I almost like for about a month. Stash for a second. Yeah, yeah. Well, he'll dig in his heels and he'll back up his terrible argument with six other equally or more terrible <laughs> or arguments. Or he'll try to like use false equivalencies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What the fuck? I've so, only known him for like a month, and I, I <laughs> like but, twenty of the most ridiculous things I've heard in the last month have been from him. That, I love Paul. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's a good guy. I love having him there, and like, I, I know he's a big Joker fan. Like, he's a tattoo of the Joker. Yeah. I found this. Uh, I found this print of the Joker and Harley Quinn that I got ages ago, and just never, never did anything with. And I was like, the person I need to give this to is Paul, because I know how much he loves the Joker. So it's like we like Paul. Yeah, but God, Paul says some dumb shit. <laughs> so speaking of dumb shit, and he can't fucking jump there. Up, he went to the the Steelers Browns game last night. When I finally got to Cleveland. When he yes. finally got to Cleveland, you had some. Uh, you didn't use Spirit Airlines, did you? No, you would okay. think I did. No, I use American, which is I feel like is almost as bad now. I will never use American again. And it was just sucks because I have like one hundred fifty thousand miles from them. Looks yeah. like you're going to be using American. Oh, that, that's yeah. how I felt last time I flew because I have miles with Southwest. 
and they have really changed their policy to fuck you, we'll get you there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh. No, I got <laughs> I got stuck in JFK uh after my flight got canceled to Charlotte mm. and they're like oh yeah you're eligible for vouchers because it's an international flight because I came in from Paris and they're like but you have to stand in that line over there and wasn't the line like 12 hours? oh my god yeah, yeah. 13 hours no like did you have to go to the like bathroom during that time I did. I imagine yeah. <laughs> I just remember because, you know, it was international, so it happened when, like, at night, and he said it's like, it's like three hours in, and you look, and the line's long as shit. And then finally, we go to bed, and we wake up, and he's texting us still from the fucking line. <laughs> You're just like, like, oh my god. I, I thought the TSA line in Orlando was bad when we were leaving Orlando. We got to the airport at 4.45 for a 6.30 flight, and the TSA line was was like 45 minutes long and it was like all the way down and I mean there's people screaming at the TSA agents mm-hmm. one guy tried to bring it like a like a 36 ounce can of beer on the plane and I'm just like <laughs> that legend the tallest yeah. boy <laughs> yeah he was mad that they confiscated it and I'm like well, well, I was drinking that I can't have a growler of beer what the hell yeah and, and but Chuck I mean we, we had like the weirdest flight plan coming back from Orlando it was Orlando to Miami to Cleveland why I don't that's know. fucking weird, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and I think you at least go to Atlanta, but that's only if you're flying Delta. Yeah, yeah. we when we flew down, it was Cleveland to Charlotte to Orlando. Charlotte's one I, Charlotte did, I definitely okay. had the Charlotte layover. But still, Cleveland to Orlando is not that far. It could be. Anyways. Well, except we had. Dude, a there are direct flights to layover. Erie from fucking Orlando. Like, really? Like, yeah. You like, couldn't get a fucking. Direct well, flight. I didn't buy the tickets. <laughs> but um, the worst flight experience I ever had, and I may have talked about it, it was back when Continental was a thing. Oh, yeah. So this was 1998, 97, 98. This is my 21st birthday. Flew from... Uh, oh, there's planes? I didn't know. <laughs> Shut up. The Wright brothers, they started pedaling, I just jumped on. No, it was that pterodactyl from, uh, from the Flintstones. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm so old. I help. help. Bam Bam was pissed that day. No, we, you do kind of look like Barney Rubble. I got nothing. <laughs> no, we flew from Norfolk to Pittsburgh. Or I flew from Norfolk to Pittsburgh. And then it was supposed to be Pittsburgh to Erie on a little puddle jumper. Mm. But what happened was we got to the airport and they said, oh, your plane is broken. Mm. So we're not going to fly you to Erie. We are going to put you on a, a bus. bus. Oh. So they bust us from the Pittsburgh airport to the Erie airport. Like, I couldn't even get them to let me off in Edinburgh. So That's my house. Yeah, I was like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> so I get to the Airport. The best thing was on this on this bus ride was like this Australian women's volleyball team was coming to play like Gannon in the summer league. Mm. So there's all these hot six foot five inch Australian chicks. I was like, this is the best thing that's ever happened to me. And <laughs> so they had to send a representative Continental up with us, right? So when I flew back a couple days later, like four or five days later, I went back to because I was in the Navy, I had to get back to the ship. I go to the ticket agent at the airport near. I was like, you're not going to put me on another bus, are you? And he looks at me and he goes, oh, you were on that flight. I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. He goes, okay, well, here. And he's just like, 
all right, I just upgraded you to first class all the way through. And I was like, hot damn. Nice. And that's when I sat next to LeVon Kirkland. Hell yeah. Who is the largest human I've ever seen. He like a massive dude. Well, the, the one stewardess, flight attendant, I don't know what they're called now. <laughs> He's so old. He's so fucking old. Mm, here, stewardess. <laughs> here, sweet cheeks. No, um, one beer, please. Nice. She, um, she had to have thought I was somebody famous because I was sitting in first class in like a flannel and a Grateful Dead t-shirt and like I was either rich or I was famous but it didn't matter because I got all the beer I could drink and LeVon Kirkland was just like he took up like two first class seats he was enormous and I was a big guy I was like 250 pounds he made me look like Brian standing next to Brian wow. <laughs> like it was it was like holy shit that guy's muscles in places I don't even have places right. so, <laughs> his muscles had muscles yes yeah. yes so you guys are going to the the Penn State uh, Central Michigan game tomorrow yeah, at Penn yeah. State. Uh, the line on that one is Penn State by 28. So the one by two. Yeah. Um, on the last second touchdown. I'm still hoping it'll be a Drew, Drew Aller fuck you touchdown. Right. So here's the uh, here's the money line. Can I get guesses on the money line? I, I, uh, I don't even have one. Penn State minus 7,000. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, I would have been nowhere close to that. You know what? I might just hedge some bets and throw like a yeah, tiny bit of money on it. Throw a dollar at it. Because <laughs> right, this is a state where you can gamble, right? Like, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah. Just, just, just we throw don't have like $10 on Central Michigan. <laughs> now, they're a plus, I would do this. Well, they're a plus 1800 uh, So That's still not bad. No, I no. take that. Yeah. Um, Central Michigan uh, is, let's see, it looks like they are one and two with a 41 nothing win over Bucknell last week uh, and losses to uh, South Alabama 38-24 and Oklahoma State 58-44 so they can put up some points. They're definitely getting some checks this time, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. I might have yeah. to drop a buck on that tomorrow. Yeah, I'm thinking I might just, you know, put some money on CMU. I'm just hoping like yeah. Nick Singleton runs for like 600 yards or something. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> that um, dude's awesome, by the way. Yeah. I, I do have to bring this up. Iowa is playing Rutgers tomorrow. The, uh, Dude, I'd rather cut off my big toe than watch that fucking I'm going to watch all of that game. <laughs> you, got, you just hate yourself. I do. You? I just want to punish myself. What I want is for Matt Canada to go work for Iowa so I can just focus all of my hate on <laughs> Iowa. Right Maybe bring in Trubisky to be the quarterback. Oh, well, he couldn't be worse than Spencer Peters. No, he really couldn't be. Um, the spread on that game is uh, Iowa minus eight. Somebody tell me what you think the... The over under is. I am gonna go ten. Thirty eight. <laughs> I'm staying with ten. I, it's, okay. yeah. It can't. It can't be more than ten. Yeah. <laughs> so the over under is the lowest over under that they have records for. Oh my god. Nine. On ESPN, it is seven. Thirty four. <laughs> See how the word. So I like. I know what I'm talking about, and I went ridiculously low. <laughs> I thought I was being right. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. The next lowest <laughs> over under. <laughs> was Iowa versus Michigan in 2000, and it was 34 and a half. Damn. This was like a game-winning one-point dropkick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the rogue. They're bringing in Canadian rules. <laughs> the first college game to end in a 0-0 tie. Yeah. So you guys, are you guys going to do any tailgating, or are you just going to get on the road and I go because the kickoff is... 
Well, for me, it's butt fucking early, right? We got no. Yeah, you are all sorts of fucked up, aren't you? Yeah. Oh, Basically, for my internal clock, we're leaving probably around four in the morning, maybe three. So, so I, guess, I think uh, karaoke's out. Driving, huh? No, karaoke's not out. Yellow. No, you're sure? Yellow, yeah. Yellow, yellow. Is Brent gonna drive your Mercedes rental? <sighs> we'll figure out the logistics of how this is. Going I feel like you should take the Mercedes rental. Well, we're taking the Mercedes rental, especially yeah. since it doesn't have Ohio plates on it. Um, I was worried at first I'd have Ohio plates, but I got a Florida car, so that helps. Oh, nice. uh, you never know where you're going. My ah, last rental Florida car. guy. Yeah, my, my last mean, rental car was here in Erie, and it was from New Mexico, so you yeah. never know. Yeah, it's like any time you get a, uh, a U-Haul, it's going to be from, like, Arizona or New Mexico. All U-Hauls yeah. are from Arizona. Yeah, yeah because um, it's easy. Yeah, no, no, they, um, their registration is based off of mileage driven. Oh, okay. Wow. So, like, if it's a U-Haul, in about three months, they're, you're paying nothing for registration ever again. So, oh, very nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I'm, I'm looking at the slate tomorrow for college games. And this is just going to be like an Idiotville Sports on Idiotville broadcast. Right, we're kind of Honestly, yeah. this is just going to be... Plan. You know what I want for this episode? Seriously? Yeah. We're just going to talk some shit. We'll talk a little bit about Uppy and the stash and all that shit. Yeah. We're going to talk a little shit. We're just going to have some fun. We're going to make each other fucking laugh. We're going to talk about what we want to talk about. Can I apologize right. to the audience? I could not bring any intellect to make this the usual content that we're used to. But yeah, we, we yeah. appreciate you bringing that up that, you know, usually it's our guests that, that makes us look good because it's never... That, that is 100%. Like, <laughs> I, I do love that about our show, though, because it's just like, I don't know how many times where you're just like, you leave an interview and you're like I was good I think we made a friend today a friend that is superior to us in every conceivable way <laughs> I feel like but a friend every time I talk to Christy Genevis oh like, yeah she is the best person at everything oh dude do you want to like Rebecca Stein and, and, and Rob her husband holy oh my God. fuck dude yeah like she's like oh well we started a business and I have a doctorate and he's like I developed a drone that kills insects and, and saves the apple crops and we're like yeah um, I got a teaching degree and I work in the private sector not as a teacher uh, and I have uh, ungodly student loans to pay off <laughs> I've had several shitty jobs in the last 10 years I have a degree with no financial future and I use it for not making money yeah <laughs> it's like anybody who has a degree in social work I got a theater degree like kill me you fucking win yeah like, no, I, I, see you no, were the one like everybody on Fox News when they made I, those freaking like, yeah. They were bitching about us, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I feel like in this day and age... Fuck I, you, I still get it, motherfucker. <laughs> I feel like in this day and age, I win. I have no degree, no student loans. Yeah, you kind of win. Yeah, you yeah, totally yeah. fucking win. Yeah. Ten years ago, that was yeah. an argument. But. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, let's let's take a quick look while, while I'm in here. At the games tomorrow, um, I'm just going to go by highest line, because that's the most fun way to do it. Uh, we have Vanderbilt is at Alabama. Jesus Christ. Like, really? Well, they're in the same league. Yeah, yeah, but like... <laughs> Like, who's going to... Well, somebody's going to watch that. I'll probably watch Dude, that. how awesome was it? I know that Auburn's not that great. But how awesome Auburn was it college. to go down there with those fucking southern cocksuckers and beat yeah. the shit out of them in fucking know, Alabama? Dude. That was amazing. I'm just, like, two weeks in a row now... 
Auburn was a badass, yes. Especially we were the first Big Ten team to ever play there. Well, I just, and we ruined it for them. But the fact that two weeks in a row I've gotten to see the third string players. Yeah. I feel like it's been like years since I've actually seen like am, the third string. Well, I am so glad that Iowa is not playing Penn State this year because it would be 56 to nothing with a running clock in the second half. It would be awful. And I'm just like, oh, thank God. They still have to play Ohio State. No, they'd be but, like. But, but well, let me tell you this from experience. You would have enjoyed recording the Penn State fight song. I, I, I feel like you're right. You did a dynamite job. Thank on you. Because you know what? I hated every fucking second because I was in Disneyland that day that game was happening, and I was like, in the, <laughs> I, I was in line. I, I was in line for like the most racist thing in the world. It's like it's a small world, and like Penn State's just like then they get off to like a fourteen nothing start. Like it, it looked was, like yeah, no, they, they at the half it was seventeen I, to three. Yeah, Penn and State I'm like, what was I so fucking worried about? And then by the time we got to fucking Jungle Cruise. We lost. I'm like, it's because Penn State's starting quarterback got yeah. hurt. Clifford got yeah. hurt. Clifford's not great, but oh god, was who was it that they brought in? I don't know. Some like he wasn't yeah. even a freshman. He was like a pre-freshman. Yeah, no, like he was. He was a four-star recruit. I'm like the name's just escaping me right now. And they thought he might be the future, but this was a total lose the battle, win the war type yeah. of thing. Because it was just like that was the day they realized, no, this clown has no business. Yeah, and yeah. then they but pretty much put themselves in the front range like to get Drew Aller. So five like four start penalties because they were back down in the Iowa student section, and it's so loud they just kept getting false start yeah. penalties. I'm not even gonna lie, I would love to go to a game in Iowa. City. Oh my god, it would. That is on. I want to. The next time Penn State plays, are this. I want to go to Iowa Penn State in Iowa. But I, I will say this though, like as much as I fucking hated it. I realize it's something I was obligated to do, so I actually put some effort. And we appreciate that. Yeah. I'm going to... Um, because I would feel like if it was reversed, I would have expected that of you. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would have done do it. it so. so I just changed my profile picture on Facebook to a picture of Nick Chubb for a week. That was awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. So you picked a good picture. Like, I didn't pick it. The guy that I lost oh. the bet to picked it because last year I made him put uh, TJ Watt. Whoever you are, but, well, no, that was give me an air high five. Yeah, for you, you that was me. You, that was, you also, we did that bet last year. Yeah, because I did it with my friend Wes also when I beat him and I made him use the TJ Watt okay, picture okay. as well. Yeah. Um, so well, hold on. Before okay, we move on, good news for you guys: Sean Clifford will be the quarterback at Penn State for the next nine years. So yeah, somehow through <laughs> COVID, he got 14 years of eligibility. I, I feel like that's going to happen to me with Spencer Petras because he's so bad. I have a take on that. Okay. I think the big reason, because I, I heard it from Franklin this week, like it's just been great that we've been able to get Aller and I. I can never pronounce the other guy, Veyu or something. Yeah, Bayou, like the French Canadian dude. I like him. He's good, but I just cannot pronounce his name. I just can't yeah. do it. But, oh, the reason that we've been giving us so much money is because we are getting out to these leagues, and it's, it's good. We want to get them experience. You know what that says to me? It's like, we know damn well that our second and third string quarterbacks are better than our first. Yeah. So and we're yeah. using this excuse. <laughs> Clifford is 63.9% uh, averaging 8.1, uh, five TDs and a pick. Uh, he's got a 149.4 rating. The college rating system is the fucked upest thing I've ever seen. It's like, you can have, there's no cap on it. Okay. No cap. One time in, in NCAA football, I had a guy with like a 900 passer rating. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, yes, he double leg. He'll just throw darts all day long, and you'll have like this 
Dude, I, that, I've had yeah passer ratings like 390. That new game is gonna be fucking. Oh, I can't wait. Well, well, my my only game. fear is it's made by EA. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? It doesn't matter because we'll have college football teams in it. And what we're gonna do is when that game comes out, we are gonna pull my car out of the garage and we're gonna put some fucking couches in the garage and we're gonna garage gate for 48 hours playing the new college football game. Oh man. Live what team are we picking? Uh, I will be using. Uh, I would honestly. If they were, but they're, what is it? The, oh, they're, they're not. FCS. Yeah, championship subdivision. They're not bull subdivision. So does this mean I can't use the Idaho Vandals anymore? Yeah, I used to love using Idaho because they have that weird airport hangar stadium. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, so, I'm going to use Akron. I love using Akron. Akron's awesome. The guy yeah. I went to high school with got a full ride to Akron to play running back. He was uh, he was the guy who had 325 yards and six touchdowns against Northeast. Dude, did you see that kid from freaking... Um, Oh, where is it? Like, Oil City? Like, they're three games into the season, and he has, like, 1,400 yards or some shit. <laughs> like, me, uh, that's actually... By the way, um, you know, everybody bitches about... Uh, the, the Erie paper, the um, the GoErie.com, how terrible it is. If you get their app, it actually gives you like a digital picture of the paper, and you can you can pull up like all the stats and stuff, and it's, it's you have to pay for it by the month, but you know what? That's all I want out of a local paper. I don't need them to go, you have three articles left, and then you have to pay $15. I know, I hate that right. shit. Yeah. I mean, really, if we're talking well, I'm not even going to go Let's just say there is clearly a um, sports team in Erie Media that I prefer over others. Yes. <laughs> Quite strong. As do I. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we'll go too into it, but I think everybody knows. Yeah, yeah. And Because I think our, our actual identities are like the worst kept secret in the and city. And you can get it for free. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to pay anything. There's no paywall. Yeah. You can just watch them do like fantastic things. And you can listen to their podcast. Dude, honestly, he's the hardest working dude in the city. Yeah. I am telling you right now. I'm glad he's my friend. Fuck but yeah. he is the hardest working motherfucker in this city. I respect the shit out of him. Yep. I just you can actually get the stats in from the Erie paper. Um, while I pull that up, let's go ahead and take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk to Uppy a little bit about Uppy and the stash and how it came to be. Uh, and we will be right back. Hey Erie, where do you get your tacos? Listen in every week to Idiotville podcast. And play our game. Where's the conquistador? Only on Idiotville Podcast. It's time for the Atocalypse Food Truck. We are in the Hall of Justice because the studio at Community Access Media was closed because of a miscommunication. Boo! Boo. Boo. We're also recording on a Friday night. Yay! Brent and our in-studio guest... Uppy. Uppy. <laughs> Uppy and the stairs. They're going he's to the Uppy part of that. Yes, yeah. He's, yeah. He's also could be the stash part. I can. Yeah. You I do have the stash. stash. Is probably better than stashes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, the, these two cucks are going to the uh, Penn State game tomorrow. Yes, we are. This cuck and this, and this cuck. cuck. <laughs> so uh, who, who are the, the Nittany Lions playing? Uh, Central, Central Michigan. Michigan. Yeah. We're going to take down the chips. 
It is a uh, Penn State favored by 28. That's it. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Well, all my happiness is riding on Penn State right now. So, they well, better win. The quarterback says right. 14th year, so. Yeah. Yeah. I went to high school with your quarterback. Jesus Christ. In 1942. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, Uppy got us some California beer, and then he got us some Erie beer. Uh, which one do we want to start with? Let's start with, I, 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 I don't want to ruin our palate with uh, the Pennsylvania beer, so let's start with the Cali Squeeze. Okay. Right. All right. Uh, let's squeeze that Cali. This one is, like, probably of all the beers we did, I've ever done on our podcast. This one's probably top ten of all the really? Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah. Yeah. This one was almost—it was over four and a half. I think. Oh, very nice. So, so do you shotgun it or? Uh, you, I mean, you can do what you want. Do we beer bong it? Like you could. There's three extra, so you can try. It. Somebody want to go stand on the roof and we'll try to pour it <laughs> with a big foam. <laughs> see that beautiful can. Let me see this. Uh, see those cans. Wow, it's only five point four percent instead of the usual nice nineteen that you send us. Every time nice can sends us beer. It's here, guys. Drink both of these at once. Hope you don't die. Enjoy. It's very fun for me, though. Yeah. So this is the uh, Cali Squeeze Tropical POG Hefeweizen. Juicy, unfiltered, refreshing. Passion fruit, orange, and guava hefe. 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 Uh, the tropics called and we entered, squeezing passion fruit, orange, and guava into our classic Hefeweizen. Bright, refreshing, and lusciously tropical. Your island trip starts now. All right. I love that's, the that, That's luscious. great, just as we get to the part of the year where it gets cold. Squeeze in California. Yeah. I didn't know you had to squeeze beer. Well, it's a thing we do. Oh, uh, shit, I can smell it. 5.4? <laughs> no, no, like, seriously, I haven't smelled anything in, like, you know. That's true. Yeah. So this is pretty big. We, we've had COVID. Yes. And smelling. Yeah, well, you can taste that uh, grapefruit right off the top. Yeah. Past the, the, the citrus, fruit. the, the mm. orange. The El Jefe or yes. whatever. El Jefe. <laughs> <laughs> Am I the only one that used to mix up guava and guano? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bat dropping. That's all yours. Yes, yes, all yours. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Well, there was a oh, there was a real guano. <laughs> there like, was a I taste the guano on his beard. Great white guano. Yeah. There was a, a character in Final Fantasy X that was named Seymour uh, Guano. And I thought oh, I remember that that bastard. You got to kill him like thirty times. Oh, it's such a pain in the ass. Hate that guy. Zombie. Yeah. And you couldn't use Phoenix downs on him. Yeah. But uh, I hate him so much. Yeah, I thought he was also uh, guava. Gu- no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, uh, I think it was Guado was his name. Guado, yeah, because he was not Senor 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 Guano. <laughs> well, that's what I was calling. Senor Guano. Uh, so let's check out the untaparoo here. The tap tap taparoo. You gonna tap it in? So I like the Yoda oops. over there, just like looking down at us like it's really right. sick of It lights up. Dude, he's really? Like, he's like, oh, oh, shit, really? Because I'm like more in his line of sight, so I feel like he's just judging me really Oh, hard. the battery's dead. Uh, oh, sure, man. it lights up. I bet it does. It probably sings, too. Right. Like, <laughs> it's, like that, it's like that fish. Yeah. The the Billy Bass. Yeah. <laughs> Except it only sings that Ewok song from the end of Return of the Jedi. You know, I've told Smart Dumb for years that uh, for Christmas I'm going to get him that Billy the largemouth singing bass. And he went from being upset about it to like kind of wanting it. I think I need to get that. <laughs> Have you seen what we do in the shadows? No, no, but I am aware of it. You I need to see it. Head. You need to see it. There's, there's a, an episode where one of the vampires like 
falls in love with that thing. And it's <laughs> so fucking funny. I've been watching uh, the uh, the John Cena superhero show. Um, that, that came just out, came out of UE. Came out of uh, Suicide Squad, where he is. He fights oh, the Undertaker. Oh my God! No, he's a psychopath. That's great. Um, I hate losing my fucking words because of medication. Um, medication. Yeah. So uh, on Untapped, this is only 15 IBUs, but it's listed. Okay. Uh, let's see. So basically everything I read off the box there, uh, light, guava, sweet, orange, and smooth. It's got a 3.82 on 3,000 ratings. Not bad. Um, you can get this locally at Lucky Louie's Beer and Wieners. Wieners. Um, let's see. Let's find some good comments. And they're brewing for okay. tomorrow. Here's the best possible comment. <laughs> what about the next this one day? wins. This is Taylor from the State Bar. The State Bar, Old Town Cottonwood, says yes. 4.1. Yes. yes. Okay. 4.1? 4.1. That's odd. <laughs> yes. Uh, Aaron P., light bevy, full of taste and goodness. Goodness spelled G-U-D-N-E-S-S. God, you Good. fucking Californians. Goodness. Uh, Get it together. That's good. Mm. It's good. It's good. 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 You look good. <laughs> I still say that to Lady Liberty sometimes. That, that kid was such a baller. <laughs> Weedy on the back end with fruity smoothness in the front. I've heard myself described like that. Fruity, I have fruity. noticed your fruity smoothness in the front. Uh, Michael T says, What's it like in the back? Saying it. <laughs> that person gave it a five. What's it like in the back? Uh, weedy. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's, it's very weedy back there. It's very weedy. It's, yeah. it's rough. It's fruity and smooth up front, but it's a goddamn Nebraskan field. It's <laughs> like a mullet. Okay, it's party up front. It's backwards from a mullet. God damn it. Um, Michael T just says, yum. Thanks, Michael. Yum. Yeah, he gave it a four. I, I better get to my thing so I can say yum. What a dumbass. <laughs> uh, Brent had a bad day today, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So, uh, Pete, untapped at home. Always a big POG fan. This drinks more like a fruited sour than a hippie. 3.75. Well, these had to be fruited sours. If I see yeah, I, I, like, I don't taste any fruited sour in this at all. Yeah, because yeah, I'm still trying to figure out, like, okay, am I missing, like, like seriously, because I couldn't taste earlier this week. And I'm like, well, I want to make sure I'm hitting, I get all the notes, and it's hard, and it's impossible for me to tell if I do. So he was way off, because I'm like, I am not tasting that yeah. at fucking all. <laughs> uh, Tiffany says... Uh, PG juice. <laughs> Four. That's a uh, Tiffany. These thing. comments suck. Let's rate this Tiffany. beer. We have two to drink. Yeah. Yeah. We, 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 if you want the best comments, like I said, it's always Wisconsin. Tiffany Wisconsin. says, "Woo!" Always Wisconsin when it's the day before the Packers play. You know she showed a tit when she said, <laughs> "Wow." We're saying lots of things. Um, so, uh, Uppy, this was your choice to so go ahead and give us your rating. Well, I, I, I want to. Um, I just want to say, like. I apologize. This is like a perfect summer beer. 
And as I understand it, it may have felt like summer earlier this week, and it certainly doesn't. Yeah, matter. if we had had this last week, it would have been great. Oh, 48 yeah. hours ago, this would have been great. Because this beer, like summertime, this is like the perfect, honest to goodness, summer beer. Um, even if you were to find yourself on the central coast of California, San Luis Obispo, go to the Rock, get this in a flight, have the charcuterie board. Like Dwayne Johnson pours your beer? Yeah. No, so, no, it's those, those little green things from the movie. Uh, <laughs> Ed Harris is there. Mm. But rating this on this most perfect aspect which is this is a summer beer um i don't remember what i rated it when we did it for uh beer week last year but i'm gonna give it a four and a half because in the right setting this is one of the best beers you can get well when i was doing the math i gave it a 45 45 45 wow so that's records. i think this is really good i don't think it's quite a four and a half mm. uh because it is a summer beer and it is officially no longer summer so we're gonna have to penalize for that so tell that but, to mother earth on my side of the country because I'm hey, it's home. not my fault you live in the fucking desert no it's great I'm going home tonight that's why they're so worried about brewing for tomorrow and eliminating waste and clean energy and shit there's always a thousand degrees out there every time Uppy that's where all the global warming is every time Uppy sends us a goddamn shot of his like this is my temperatures this weekend it's like 112 742 and cloudy like it's just always like the most awful thing I could possibly imagine then I look and I'm like would I rather have that or would I rather have like 10 and we're expecting two and a half feet of snow well dude up in the like the mountains and like like real upstate New York they had snow today Gross. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah, like, or like even like Lake Placid, like that whole area. Yeah, that's none of that. Yeah. They also had giant alligators. Is that what, what it was? What, 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 was, what, was, what was Lake Placid about? That movie? Uh, different Lake Placid, not the Olympic site from the 80s. Oh, okay. No, no, no. That, oh, you mean the one with the alligators? Yeah, I was yeah, talking yeah. about the Olympic site from the 80s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> a miracle on ice and alligators. Okay. <laughs> okay, I have to. I, well, I need to look up what that movie Lake Placid. I know the one you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was. It almost felt like like they were still trying to capitalize off of Anaconda, and that's right. what they came up with. Yeah. <laughs> it was not good. Anaconda was awful. It was so yeah, bad. but it was enjoyably awful. Yeah, it was it was like actively bad, but bad enough that it was like worth a sit through. Mm-hmm. You know, um, somebody said that about Twister recently, and I almost fucking climbed through my computer and beat them. Do not call Twister bad. You don't say <laughs> anything about the greatest disaster movie of the nineties. Yes, yeah. love Twister. <laughs> you. You don't say that. Yeah, no, you don't say that about Twister. You keep your mouth off no. Twister. Except for the poor, like, fiancé. Like, she... Oh, that poor no. woman. Yeah, like, they, they beat her into this wet blanket. Like, I'm not saying she's the antagonist, but it was like, oh, she's got to go. He's got to hook up with Ellen Hunt. What the hell did she do? Well, she got dragged into an active tornado trying to be a supportive fucking girlfriend. <laughs> Wow, we're going to start a new segment next week called Brent Reviews Movies. <laughs> she deserves better. The second least likable character. <laughs> she deserved better, man. It wasn't her fault. Well, I give this beer a 4.25. I really do like it. I'll be a thank you. It's a good choice, as usual. Uh, Brent, are, are we done ranting about 30-year-old movies? Never, but that was 1996. It's okay, not quite so 30. 26-year-old movies. Yeah, oh, that's, an, that's important. Yeah, semantics, exactly. Yeah, he's an anti-Semite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I I like this one. The the grapefruit fruit comes through, mm-hmm. but not in like an overpowering bad way. It's just like it's what you want actual grapefruit to taste like. And whenever you actually have grapefruit, it's overpowering and sucks. But not this. It just has that that little bit of tart, but that like citrusy feel that 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 really comes through the whole beer without ruining it. Um, it's light. It's crisp. I I'm enjoying it. I'm gonna give it. Mm, I'm stuck between two. You say go to the low one when you're stuck between two. So I'm gonna go with a four. How's the guano? Oh, it's chewy. <laughs> it gives it a nice. Uh, you get earthy. A, it's earthy. You get a nice mouth feel from the mouth guano. feel from the guano. Yes. The weird thing El is, guano. Um, I, I do want to make a note because I knew this was gonna come in as recommended, but like, I feel like the more I drink it. It's like the opposite of a lot of beers, especially like IPAs, where it's like the IPA will like scorch your freaking taste buds, you know? Mm. But with this, since it's such low IBUs, I feel like I actually taste it more the more I drink it. And this is one you could literally just kill the whole six pack. Mm-hmm. Like, and not, it doesn't lose its value over the course of six. Like, I, I couldn't even tell you what beer it was, but I was hanging out with a Stash earlier this month. And we had a beer that on its own was great. But by like the fourth one, I'm like, right, this is kind of disgusting now. Yeah. I, I, I can do something else. But not this one. Like, this is the one that if you had a cooler out of here, I don't know, what do you guys do here? You have fires in the summer. Like, by some of your year, you're building fires. The hippies in um, the next bread. Yeah. Um, you're fighting for who gets to have these before they run out. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can tell because they're sold in these six packs, you know? Yeah. Like, if, you, if you're selling a craft beer in this sort of receptacle, mm. it, it's going to be one that you want to put beside your lawn chair and just crush. Yeah. Or, like, this would just look great on the golf course. I could definitely be about, like, these many in after eight holes. And I'm like, I'm having the best time. Not knowing that everything's about to go wrong for me. Mm-hmm. But I'll say this, too, before we get into the next beer, like I said... On our podcast, we do uh, Sausage Fest every year. Uh, it's not as gay as you think. It's not as gay as we want, but it is. That's about like it can, can be. Uh, it could. It could. Um, but we pair like four sausages from a local place that makes their own sausages, but we pair, pair with four beers from the same brewery. So uh, the Kelly Squeeze is what we're using this year. So, oh, okay. Um, typically, we would have done That's this. That's a cool bit. idea. Yeah. I like that. We would have done it. We typically do it like around Memorial Day. It just kind of got forgotten about. So. Overtaken by events. Yeah. yeah. So, so sometime goes. soon when I get back home, we're going to get together and do Sausage Fest 2022. And it's going to be with the Cali Squeeze, the, the Pog. There's a, we're going to use the new Tangerine Cali Squeeze we just came out with. Uh, there will be the Blood Orange. Any Tangerine food or drink that I've liked. This one, if I can secure an extra can, I'll send them to you, um, sir. Uh, this one almost, um, it's a bit heavy on the artificial taste a little bit, but if you dig deep inside to your childhood self, it almost kind of tastes like a creamsicle popsicle. Okay. Because a little bit of that cream plus with that orangey tangerine. Do they still make those? Because, they yeah, they're oh, awesome. I like man. the, uh, oh, man. the cream saver lifesavers myself. Mm. They still make those? I hope so. I haven't had one. Oh, man, those are awesome. Oh, okay, so I, I need creamy stuff when I leave. Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, I thought we were going to do that later, but whatever. Um, so this one's going to get a 4. Creamy sausage. 2.5. So now we're gonna di- we're gonna do a double dip tonight. Yes. 
I'm, just, I'm happy that we still have like more of this left. Yeah, there's three more cans of it. And yeah, yeah if, that, if that isn't a ringing endorsement of it, I don't know what is. And it's like, <laughs> oh, good. When this is done, there will be more of it. Because I'm sure the second we leave, Dill's going to just smash the rest of the bottle. Because that's you know, what I, I probably do. won't have anything to drink again until next Saturday. Yeah, because he likes having his collection over there. Yeah, and I cleared it out. Yeah, so many. Yeah, if anybody who's ever yeah, like in those, there were so many beer segments passed all throughout right, those like things. One can, and somehow there's still a can of the the Christmas cookie. I hate that shit so much. <laughs> I, I drank them because I felt guilty because uh, Ted Brogan had gotten them for no, us. No, I gave a shit about it because he found the, oh, like, New Trail doesn't miss except for once. And that was, what, was it. <laughs> Were they the ones that did the hot dog beer? No, that was Sheets. Sheets no, had Sheets and, somebody. um... <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't great. It was. It was not great. It came out on my birthday in 2020. Happy yeah, fucking guys, birthday! Yeah, because you're like, oh man, this could be kind of fun, you know, hot dog. And then, and then it's, it, it's it's a hot dog beer. It like tastes like hot dogs. It's, it was not good. No. Um, like it was. It's I, like a Limp Biscuit album. Yeah, except worse. <laughs> yeah. It was there less toxic masculinity or just it not was enough? Just bad. It was so bad. So yeah. the Second, like, they, like all, everything went down at Woodstock '99 would have happened a day before if the beer they had was that. <laughs> right. Yeah. So the second beer that we are drinking is Fool's Gold Imperial Peanut Butter Hefeweizen from Rusty Rail Brewing. This one is. I really uh, like Rusty Rail. I'm, I'm actually excited about this. Definitely good stuff. PA. Uh, uh, 8.0. 8.0. Right. And then the IBUs of the 18. How do they do the math on that? Is there a. Wasn't there like a like a dosometer? Or I felt yeah, like there, there, there's a thing. Yeah, we did. Point. We yeah. talked and. Can't remember what the name starts of it with was. an M. Yeah. Or the thing you thought it was started with an M. It was a beerinator, like. <laughs> That's like what from, we're calling it from now. Phineas and Ferb. <laughs> Doctor Doofenshmirtz invented it. Yeah, yeah. Perry the Platypus almost fucked it up for all of us. <laughs> Did you know that the guy who played the Kurgan in Highlander was the voice Ooh. of Mr. Crab in SpongeBob SquarePants? No. Yes. I had not. The only thing Clancy I Clancy Brown. Who was it? Clancy. Uh, Clancy Brown, like the guy from the Shank Redemption. Yeah, him. The Kurgan from Highlander. Wow, what a career. Yeah, it was also Mr. Crab. Yeah, and then the one dude from Coach was Patrick. And that was just about perfect. Yeah. Dauber? Mm-hmm. But I always had mad Dauber, respect for yeah. Tom Kenny. He was awesome in Mr. Show, second Mr. Show reference in two, two episodes. I'm nice, nice. Um, amazing, too. I had one sip of this so far. Um, I'm going to go to Untapped and see what Untapped has to say about it. Right. Well, I'm going to take a sip of it's my not, Diet Dr. Pepper. You know what? what? Cleanse the palate. Palate. Exactly. You got it. There should have been a palate cleanser. Well, I brought one because I'm smart. No, I don't <laughs> care that the Braves game starts in three minutes. No, you think you don't care. You should be a Pirates fan. No, oh, I'll double down. Jeez. Oh, yeah. <laughs> go Guardians. What, what I am hoping is that the, the Braves can go on a terror again like they did last year. Because if not, yeah, I have nothing great. to cheer for this fall. Good. You I, had your year. I was you had me. your year. Fuck off. <laughs> wow. You're an angry elf. <laughs> Uh, so this one Call gets, me an elf one more time. You must be a South Pole <laughs> Angry. <laughs> I, had you met Ryan before this? No. How did you get him on your shirt? <laughs> <laughs> 
the Adam one. The That's me. Um, so this one, this uh, this. It looks like was, Link when you got like that one that was resistant to fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to read the style guide. I love that the beer has a style guide. It's made uh, by the Associated Press. <laughs> the uh, Rusty Rail Style Guide, AP. Mm. The promise of gold. MLA at- format or APA? It's APA. Okay. The promise of gold at the end of the rainbow continues to fascinate imaginations. Fuck yeah, that's a hell of a start. While many deem this search to be foolish, our journey through a rainbow of ingredients resulted in a rare style of, style of Hefeweizen, uh, which uniquely blends peanut butter and banana flavors. One sip and you'll see why this brew is worth its weight in gold. Smooth, banana, sweet, peanut butter, and light. It gets uh, 3.64 on almost 27. 1,000 ratings. Jeez. Hmm. Uh, I feel like this beer is probably divisive in the beer community. Uh, I'm seeing a lot of fours. Okay. Uh, Daniel S., who got this at Basil's Sports Bar and Grill, says, It's like eating peanut butter-covered bananas. I like peanut butter-covered bananas. Try it. You will like it. 4.5. So this <laughs> I like peanut butter-covered bananas. Harry B., the boys. It's okay. <laughs> not much peanut butter flavor, and the banana was more towards a bubblegum flavor to me. I'm, I'm not, not trying that at all. No. What the I, fuck is a banana? I don't <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, that's just what it says. <laughs> Harry being the boys. Not much peanut butter flavor, and the banana was more towards a bubblegum flavor to me. I'd have to try it again to see if it was just this batch. But this one fooled me. <laughs> you see what he did there? <laughs> Dick. Uh, he gave it a 2.5. Dude, that one was so bad. Dads are cringing. That was okay. Uh, <laughs> Anthony D. And the boys. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> gave it uh, a D. Gave it a 5. He bought this at the Cobra Kai Dojo. What? <laughs> and titles it Drink from the Gods. <laughs> you know, Sensei really changed that place. He really did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see if there's anything else. Uh, I was going to join oh, wait, just here's another chance one. to kick the shit out of Robbie, the most annoying TV character of all time. Fucking hate that kid. Fucking hate Robbie. Sarah R. Damn. Wow. There's something about the Hefeweizen, perhaps the acid and the citrus, that perfectly muted the sometimes bitter taste of peanut butter and beer. This is masterful. Well-rounded. Smooth AF. Dank banana. Macerated peanuts. Dang. Light. Yum. 4.0. You know what, Sarah? Dank banana. Uh, uh, zoom in on me here. Fuck you, Sarah, with your fucking pretentious goddamn comment and your your big fucking words that people don't know. Cameraman Zoom! Yeah. Cameraman Zoom! <laughs> that review was dumb AF. Yeah. Dank banana. I mean, it was a little much, but I wasn't... Nope, fuck Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to ruin my day like it did for Dill. Like, goddamn. I like dank banana. I'm not going to lie. I mean, you know what? Wait. I feel like that's how I'm going to judge all bananas from now on. Dank. dank. That's a dank-ass <laughs> banana. Dylan Brett, do you get any banana taste out of this beer? Because I... I feel like maybe a little bit. Because I feel like if they use banana, why wouldn't they... I'm, I'm getting a little banana from yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Now that you say the word banana, when I sip it, I get the banana. 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 There we go. See? 
Fair enough. Yeah. Um, the more I have of it, the more I like it. Um, the original sip was like, wow, this tastes like burning tire. But uh, the second sip was actually somewhat pleasant, and the third was like, hey, this is actually pretty good. So I feel like this is one that if you buy it, even though it's carbonated, you have to shake it vigorously before you open it. You can't open it carefully. You have to open it like they do in the Bush commercials, where it's like, Bush. Head for the mountains. Bush. Have you ever had like a nitro infused beer? Like those ones, you actually do have to like shake. It's a very odd concept, but that's what I was told. Like last time I got a nitro beer. Well, let's go ahead and give this one a rating, Brent. <laughs> it's it's growing on me. I you know like same thing. It's 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 different, but I kind of like it. And just because it is so different, I think it has to be recommended. Okay. You know, so I'm going to give it a four because I recommend you trying this. It's different. It's not different in like some of those like hot dog flavored beers that we've had, but like it's different in in like a good way. And I don't know if it'll be your thing, but I recommend everybody try it. Okay. I mean, I would have a hard time seeing someone actually like hate it. It's not like giving an IPA to someone who hates IPAs. Like, yeah. This is something like anyone who even is mildly interested in beer should taste. Mm. Um, I was a little hesitant, but right before we came, uh, good boy Donnie uh, said he had had it and liked it, so I felt a little bit more yeah. reassured. But I'm going to give it a four because, yeah, it's not bad. Um, like like Dill said, like the first, it, it changes with the more drinks you have. Like at first, maybe because I just finished Killing my Kelly squeeze. I mean, it very much tasted like the Steelers' defense at first. But <laughs> it now, sure wasn't like the Steelers. Now defense. it tastes like a twenty nine seventeen victory. So I, I four point I recommend. You got a lot of balls coming in here saying that kind of stuff, <laughs> telling the truth and shit. Don't you know where you are? This is Erie PA. Yeah. We deny the truth here. Uh, yeah, I, this was pretty much all we had. Now we don't even have the Steelers, so yeah, I, I have nothing. Just nothing. I don't even have Iowa this year. They're awful. I'm trying to decide dude, whose yeah, offense. Dude, you works. must fucking hate touchdowns. Uh, you know, I do. <laughs> I really hate them. Uh, you know what I like? I like good punters, and Iowa has a spectacular punter. Yeah. He he hit a punt. In that Iowa State game, and the crowd in Iowa City started chanting MVP. <laughs> <laughs> El Asico. Yeah. So oh. there. And it really was El Asico this year. I gave this a 3.5. Um, I don't think that I can go quite so far as to recommend it. Uh, it's good. It's not great. It, it's one of those ones, you know, maybe when I finish this, it'll be like, oh, you know, you know what? That was pretty good. But as of right now, I can't quite get to that go out and get it stage. But it's still a 3.5. And for us, that's a, that's a, a 3.83 on the Idiotville scale. That's not bad. That's about what it was for. Yeah. yeah. So there. So. We kind of fall right into where Untapped had it. So yeah. I, I think we're doing okay. I mean, you won't go wrong if you get a four pack of it. But if you can go into like Thousand Beers and get a sampler, get one and try it before you. Which is where I got these. Yeah, you can buy them and it's just as a single can. Yeah. So. Yeah. So. I don't think I'd have them back a crate of them up to my. The, my car or anything, but I grab one. Yeah, can I send you a crate? Would that be okay? I mean, it's beer. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are gonna need a crate when you go to the game tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, if you use my card for it, then we're gonna have problems. But no. <laughs> he's gonna have the problems. But yeah, I'm not so, turning down free beer showing up in my house. So Brent, do we have a uh, do we have a game to play? We do. Oh, what game is that? Tummy stick. Oh, I mean, damn it, that's later. Shh. Where's the Conquistador? 
the game, it was the game the whole time. Yes. <laughs> there was never another game. No games at all. We are not <laughs> game players yet. Yes. But we only got one spot where the Conquistador is, and he's going to be there all rocking weekend long. He is at Winefest in Northeast. So go down there with those wine-drunk derelicts <laughs> that are day-drinking, pretending they're classy among the grapes, and show them that you're just there for the drink. You want to get shit-faced, and you want to have a taco. Oh, shit, I got the place for you. What a great event, you know? The fall air is coming through. It's going to feel like Robert Frost poem, you know? Just this nice vibe with that cool autumn air. I feel like nice. I should have, you should be Jim Nance yes. doing this. <laughs> Hello, friends. A tradition unlike any other. Just swirling it while the, the leaves blow up behind you, and then all of a sudden there's a fucking taco truck. <laughs> like, will the clouds part in a beam of light? Yes. Yes, exactly. Okay. okay. Yes. That's always what it was missing. Fall was always missing a taco truck. So, yeah, I would say definitely go there. He's going to be there today. He's, he's there right now. Be there tomorrow. Get your wine. Get your tacos. Um, enjoy Northeast. Go to go to that. I, I would go to that. We're going to the Penn State game tomorrow, so you yeah. just have no excuse. I'm just going to lay around and watch college football all day. Oh, yeah, that's a good plan. I'm probably not going to watch the Iowa game. They're playing Rutgers, and they're probably going to lose. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I'm going to win two to nothing. Like... Could happen. They have a really good defense. Could be four to three. Mm. I could see four to three happening. I thought that, that would uh, be impressive. I thought they were going to lose seven to five in that opener. Or, or, <laughs> I thought they were going to win five to three, and then somehow I thought it was going to be like six to five, and I was going to mm. be like, you know, Maddox walked one but struck out ten over mm. six innings. Mm. But you didn't know, like Penn State and Iowa play like a six to four game? Yeah, Penn State beat Iowa six to four. It was <laughs> twenty years ago. <laughs> so uh, what, what, what about the? Was it last week they gave that never ended? Like it's oh my god! Out? I went to bed at halftime, and it was rain delayed until like quarter to three Eastern. Like, like I think it was Sunday. Pacific it, time when it was that game ended. Lightning yeah. delays, and there was like every time there's more lightning, they add 30 minutes. Yeah. So <laughs> it was just like they were back on the field for like four plays, and then it lightninged again. I'm like, why don't you just call it and play the game on Sunday? Yeah. Because that game started at like 4 p.m. on the West Coast. Yeah. We start recording up in the stash at 9:30. We were done recording. That game was still delayed. Yeah. Oh yeah. I went like, to bed. I woke up in the morning. I was like, holy shit, the game's over. They won. You're like, I just missed it. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So. Uh, uh, that's going to do it for the Atocalypse Food Truck Beer segment. So we're going to raise our cans. And we're going to say... Beers to ya! We are back! We're back! We're back! That was the Atocalypse Food Truck Beer segment. Man, what a beer segment it was. That's a marathon beer segment. Beer. So, Brent, I have a question for you. Um, suppose I'm, I'm moving into Erie and I want to get paid, I want to get laid, and I want to get real. Who am I going to talk to? There's only one person to talk to. How the fuck can you even ask me that question? What the hell is wrong with you? I'm sorry. It's Palermo Realty. Palermo Realty. Oh, my God. Palermo Realty. Like, Uppy, you're visiting. And if you were like me, Mrs. Uppy, and the little Uppians, we were going to come here and we are going to make a go of it. Eerie, where the hell would you go to look for lodging? I don't know. I just uh, you want to go to Palermo Realty? No, because I just watch Evil Genius. I would have said Jessica Hoopsick. Apparently, that's the way to get. No, no, no. no, no. You, <laughs> you would definitely go to Palermo. Okay, yeah. yeah. Now I know. Not well. I don't know. Like okay. 
real. Alright, he doesn't know. He's not from here. Yeah. But also ask him a few well, questions. Well, now you fucking know. Oh, well, I knew. I just had to make a joke. I'll ask him a few questions. You know what always feels great to me? And I don't know if it does to you. Do you like getting paid? Yes. Oh, I love it. You know what else I love? Reach rounds. Which is part of getting laid. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Bang! Nailing it. But when you get those two things, you gotta get real. And I do that with Palermo Realty. Palermo Realty. Palermo. God, they kick ass. So, uh, that was insane. <laughs> I don't even have anything for Sorry, that. Sorry, I, I could not handle what uh, Brent was just looking at me, guys. Uh, did he lick his lips at least? I got a bonus. So, uh, Uppy, you and, you and Stash started that show, uh, I want to say six months after we started Idiot. It was a, about a year. About a year? year yeah. Okay. Yeah, and uh, you guys do you guys do a lot of really good stuff out there in in, in California. I See, you just proved to me that you don't listen to the show. <laughs> no, I, I do. I, I will freely admit to not listening to a lot of podcasts because I create one and I don't, I yeah. can't listen to them in any other way than, oh, there was an edit or, oh, jump cut. Yeah. Oh, I, that's I, I can't. Yeah. I can't listen to most podcasts mm. that aren't produced by like, you know, you like NBC News. Skip. Like I listen to yeah. like Rachel Maddow's podcast, yeah, yeah, and like my favorite murder because they're they're edited by people who've been doing editing for thirty years. But like right. when I listen to people on our level who do podcasts, it's like oh, you can tell, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But no, I mean the the times I've been on your show have been great. When we're an awesome guest, by the way. I appreciate that when Stash starts drinking at <laughs> dude, you know, like it's like midnight Eastern. <laughs> Stash is like Have you ever been on With Stash Never with Stash No I've been on with Uppy When Deshaun walks inside Because Stash will get So fucked up And Stash is a bright guy I like Stash He's honestly like One of the smartest people Yeah But he gets hammered His mind just starts going In all these different directions And he will talk For ten minutes Without saying a Fucking Thought We had a argument One night About unionization And professional wrestling. Alright. And Uppy, I don't know how you do shows with him when he drinks like that. It's so much fun. <laughs> like, I would lose it. But once again, it's up. like a Paul thing because I don't want him to be listening and be like, what the fuck? Like, Stash... I absolutely love you, bro. Oh, yeah. Like, it, you're my guy. I am a huge Stash fan. Well, it's funny because, like, one time, like, we had Brent on. I'm like, this is the perfect marriage. Like, yeah. you know, Brent and Stash aren't that different. <laughs> the only time I ever actually got it from the table and left the microphone to use the restroom is when, because they just started talking, they would not stop. <laughs> and I left the recording, and, like, for 10 minutes and came back, like, later. Because I was like, well, if I need a shit. Now's the time. Stash, the, the time I was. On, grabbed it was like the 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 therapist uh, and he had like two of them in like 20 minutes I'm like that's not a beer you dude oh god no and then he had then he got like a hazy therapist and I'm like oh god that's like those are all 10.6% now yeah and he's not a big guy no he's, no, he's like, very he's very Ryan-esque like he might actually be shorter than you with the same build no he he's like Ben Shapiro size oh, oh my god he's, he's like Five three, yeah. 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 Oh, wow. So he, but he was so fucked up, and he wound up. He started a conversation about something, and he wound up arguing about it for so long that he eventually wound up arguing against his own original point. <laughs> and it was the funniest shit I have ever experienced. Well, you haven't been on like so. There's been like maybe five times in the history of the show where he's actually just straight up fallen asleep. <laughs> like if you go back to Beer Week, that we just we just finished up Beer Week. Like we spent all summer working on it. Um, 
Ew. We always do it like the week before uh, football starts, the NFL. <clears throat> there was one show where we're, I think it was Firestone Walker, where we're doing three beers from them. He was there for the first of the three beers. He straight up, by the time I got somebody to strip out. And there's times where we've, because we record on Zoom, because we live all over the fucking place. You know, Dodger lives in Phoenix, you know, uh, Stashes in SoCal, the rest of us are in Norco. He was literally there one minute and then fucking gone the next. So he, he, was he still on camera? Oh, yeah. The, we <laughs> we end the Zoom and he's still still still. Like, <laughs> that reminds me. Do you remember early pandemic? Well, you were in a different, like, because you were on the other side of the world just being, like, this chilling is, with your dog trying to get home. This is, like, pre-Tiger King pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. But remember when Zoom calls started, became a thing because none of us had left the fucking house for, right. uh, really and seen our friends in a while at this point in yeah. time. We're all working from home. Everyone's fucking locked inside. We'd have these Zoom calls. Bill Galati used to freaking host them. And they were actually good. Like he There would be like 20 people on this fucking call. Like It was, yeah, it was legit. We celebrated Bill's birthday that year. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was Zoom when just 20 of us came in. Yeah, it was, yeah. it was great, but that was like, Bill Galati would start those things. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they, they would take like psychedelic mushrooms and disappear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like shrieking in the background in a loincloth, swinging a vine at the neighbor's house, and we're like, oh, Bill got into the, uh, got into the <laughs> yeah. I remember the one. He passed out. I, I know Bill was on that one for a little bit, but he passed out at like six, and that call went until like 1 30 in the morning, and he was sitting there in front of his computer on the camera, stone cold passed out the entire time. <laughs> it, it was so funny. Uh, he, he was. He was the best uh, the best Zoom host and like pe- people you didn't know would show up you yeah I, like, I made friends on that oh yeah. yeah yeah and then the first time like the first time we were able to get together it was me and Brent and Blake in my garage we just like sucked down as much beer as we could I almost like kissed you guys like, yeah, it, it was, was so goddamn long like, <laughs> but I'll Ryan I'll tell you this because you might not know like the first time Uppy was on our show was a Thanksgiving episode one of the best funny like I could re listen to that anytime <laughs> funniest fucking hour podcast he, ever. he came in and, and Brett's like yeah we don't really have a plan we're just gonna talk sort of like see, today. Like, see where it yeah. goes yeah and Uppy looked at him like, I can't believe you guys don't even have like an outline. He's like, are you fucking kidding? Do you know me? <laughs> and we went in and it was just like, I took a hatchet to the show. And it turned out to be probably, I'm going to say it was probably the funniest episode we ever did. I, I go back a few times a year just to listen to it. Just because all the innuendos with like Aunt Marilyn and everything. Oh, oh Aunt Marilyn Sandler, do you think we're going to miss that this year? We're fucking not. No, it's like, gonna, it, it is that and squirting pussies and we discuss it every goddamn Thanksgiving. Which is funny though, because now up in the stash, there are so many times I hit record. And you have no idea where the fuck is going. You don't have a topic and discuss and see where the it, is. If you have the right crew, it works that yep, way. Yep. And because like this one is one of those we're just talking and talking, and I he's gonna take that freaking scalpel, and yeah. we're gonna have some gold. Yeah. I don't know how the fuck he does it, but it happens. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> we had one I don't know probably a month ago down here where we did the show, and then somehow it like segued into us watching live wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> I turned on. 
I turned on WrestleMania 2 and we watched, I think we watched the Battle Royal and the tag team title match WrestleMania 2. And that's what, that one is just sitting there waiting for the weekend for me to release it. But we had more fun doing that shit. Just like Brent sees some guy in the crowd and he's like, that guy 100% died of AIDS. <laughs> I forgot about him. Yeah, he totally did. Totally did. Yeah, he totally did. See, this is what's kind of fun about, like, the podcasting thing is there are some times where you just need to go in with your buddies, have a few beers, and make each other laugh yeah. and see if content yeah. comes out of yeah. it. Yeah. Like, well, it, it, it warms the soul. I think we've all fucking got our asses kissed a little bit And I think going back to what you were saying, Dale, the, the reason why I was more, like, shocked. Sorry about that. Because at that time, like, Uppy and Sash was still just Uppy and Sash. When there's just two of us, you had to have more of a plan. Yeah. yeah. Now that we have four to six people on at a time, there's way more... And, and we know that yeah. because, I mean, this was... It was Dylan Brent. Yeah. yeah we, I mean, at this table. Yeah. Yeah, this I'm not get, put that bullshit back in there. <laughs> Why is that even in my beer fridge? Because you're a pussy. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh. Uh, you, you uh, up he went to Thousand Bears. All right. Give him that. Oh, don't drink that, Brent. Look at the fucking logo. Let's That's see. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Get that shit the fuck out of my face. Give me another beer. <laughs> oh, we didn't, I didn't bring any loser beer, so sorry. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Give me an iron. Cold iron. One time Steve Castle brought us the fucking 32-ounce icy lights. The platform's overrated. Yeah, I said it. Yeah, it's not great. But and I've had decent ones there. They're just, it's not great. That one tastes like winning, though. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Well, well, they're brown fan. It. Yeah. You guys Sorry, this is their first time playing the Brown, the, playing the Steelers without freaking Ben Roethlisberger. We're going to let him have this moment. Yeah, yeah, we'll give you your moment. Because oh, Brent, uh, other Ben Roethlisberger goal. was... Yeah, fuck it. I'll take 25, it. 25, 2, and Wait, is this the same thing I just had? Yeah, I know. I want something else. I mean, like, I don't There's mind it. There's not a lot in there. <sighs> don't be picky. All that stuff is in my, uh... <laughs> you already drank, like, half that. So? I don't have COVID. You're Dude, I'll one. take... Uh, I do. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> about, yeah, so... Hold uh, me closer. I'm... Yeah, yeah, that was good. I'll take that. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is... You You might remember this. This is one of the freaking beer segment beers. <laughs> I told you they end up here. <laughs> so, uh, Uppy, you guys are yes. going to get... Um, you have uh, Falcons... Next time, next on the, the 2nd of October. We're going to have that we're gonna Chargers, which you will somehow win. I hope so, because, you know. Then the Patriots, which you will definitely lose because Bill Belichick. Yeah. Uh, then the Ravens, Bengals, Dolphins, Bills, Bucks, until you play the Texans on December 4th. You could conceivably be like 3 and 10 going into <laughs> yeah. December, looking at this fucking gauntlet that you have to If you can't tell, our opinion isn't that the Browns are back and they're good. It's that we're terrible. Oh, God. The like, yeah. I mean, like, that is 100% and how we feel. That's, I yeah. think, our opinion, too. Yeah, Ryan and it's, I did a, like, a, like a look at the season before the God, season started. Here, I mean, you want to pour it in some. I did finally test negative today. I was joking, but um, if you so want to try some. The, the Steelers. It's pretty good. Uh, they have the Jets, which I hope they win, so they have at least two wins this year. Then Bills, Bucks, Dolphins, Eagles, yeah. Yeah, right? Bengals. I like that one. Before they play the Colts on November 28th. Then they have the Falcons, the Ravens, the Panthers, Raiders, Ravens, Browns. So, 
I don't really see seven wins in there, man. Like, I think we're going to go I think we're going to win some games that we shouldn't, and that's because Mitch Trubisky is going to have nothing to do with them. Right. I, I really think that the, the ideal thing for Pittsburgh right now with this long layoff is for them to fire Matt Canada They're not hire literally anyone else. They're not going to do Bill Belichick's kids. You have Francis' son. I don't care who it is. No, I mean, you have to be realistic. That's not going to (laughs) happen. But what you kind of want to see is, dude, we watched the the preseason. Yeah. You like it's a different team when Pickett's in. Well, hey, let me, let me, even if it's not, let me jump in. How do you feel about Pickett? I like him. I, I'm like a that, big Pickett fan. That hand measurement thing is such bullshit. I don't even care about his hand size. Just how do you feel about him? Because like, if you're wrong about him, you're still fucked for like three or four more years. Yeah, but well, if you're wrong about him, wouldn't you rather be fucked right away and do something about it? Yeah, I'd than, rather no. than kick it down the fucking road because yeah. of Mitch Trubisky, who only knows his hot route in the check down. Yeah, that's all he knows. Um, Pickett, Pickett will make something happen. Mm. And let me go back to the hand thing. I measured my hands. My hands are 10 and a quarter inches. I have big fucking hands. You know what? I'm not in the NFL. I didn't get a fucking college scholarship. He he, he rarely fumbled in college. Mm-hmm. Rarely. And people are all concerned about it because it was just one of those. And what did you call it last night? Groupthink? Yeah. yeah. Well, and also the big thing. reason he... He has a double, I mean, and who gives a shit, really? So I'm not even depend, really defending because I don't really care. But he has a double-jointed thumb that is it doesn't lay flat. Oh, he's got a and so, McFarlane thumb. Yeah, which is fine because your thumb doesn't fucking, you don't throw a football like this. Like, you know, so that's fine. I but, yeah. like, Brent, you've got big fucking hands. Yeah, but you know what mine measured out at? What? Eight and three quarters. Yeah, like, if, if I put mine up, my hands are bigger than yours. Yeah. But it's not like, like, I have... Look Big fucking mitts. Yeah. Like, I can pull in the basket. I have baby heads. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah I, I, I really do have I told you who had the big, like, like WNBA Whoa. hands, right? Who? Man, we can edit it out. Emily fucking bats it. Oh, yeah. Holy yeah, yeah, yeah. fuck. Really? Dude, yeah. she could pick up your fucking TV one-handed and place it somewhere. She could, like... Like, holy fuck, does she have massive my hands. head yeah. and pick me up. Like, no, like, she could wrap her fucking fingers around mine. Like, I don't know. It was like fucking shaking hands with Yao Ming. Like, it's insane. <laughs> so, so let me ask the two of you this. Um, let's go in the Wayback Machine. All right. Okay. Ben Roethlisberger goes down week two. Uh-huh. Out for the year. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That if there ever there was a year to just suck it up and go shitty, is Minka Fitzpatrick worth? Yes. Yes. Herbert. Yes. Absolutely. Minka Fitzpatrick is is a potential Hall of Famer. And so is Herbert. And so is Herbert. But at the same time, there was no guarantee that you're going to do that because you still had T.J. Watt. There were still other things. You knew that they could adjust. You knew, like, I I think the the problem with that question is it's this binary type of thing where it's like Minka Fitzpatrick is the only reason they finished eight and eight, and it was a team that wasn't a freaking like three and thirteen team. Yeah, they probably wouldn't have gone eight and eight without Minka. But having that's generous, but having him there, yeah. I mean, maybe they go six and ten without him. Yeah, maybe. Like, I don't know if he was worth five wins. Is I guess what I'm saying. He definitely. 
Um, they definitely could have gotten to eight wins mm. based on the way they played because they still had Cam Hayward and TJ Watt up front. Their linebackers were mm. garbage, but they had, I think they still had Bud Dupree at that point. Yeah, I that was the year everybody just tore their ACLs. Like, we lost them. I will say this the Steelers this year, if they draft high, they have to draft an inside linebacker. I don't know, dude, because I don't think I don't think that freaking Bush has been that bad this year. Oh my god. He didn't he doesn't even take up space. He he gets pushed out of the space that he's in. I watched him on a couple of those plays last night. Like he made a tackle last night. My friend Paul who lives in Seattle fucking texted me. He's like, Did Devin Bush just make a tackle? Like, I thought that in my head. Yeah, I, no, I he's coming off of like, Wow, he made a tackle. It, it's almost like I feel like blaming him because I don't I'm not saying he was good. Like there were guys that have been good mm. that were bad last night. Yeah. Like Terrell Edmonds was terrible last night. Uh, Kello Witherspoon was just fucking awful last night. And that dude, like Tyson Alualu, was bad last night. Like there were guys that sort of stepped up to be the piece of shit last night, and that yeah. did happen. Yeah, I'm just saying I don't think it, that Witherspoon, he was one of them. Witherspoon had alcohol poisoning. Yeah, last but night. there was something like, wrong with him. Like, it, 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 it leads to like, symptoms or yeah. something. It leads to what I think they should do is if it's not some like really good left tackle and even Dan Moore you got to admit he had about the toughest assignment in football didn't do bad last night he did how many how many sacks did Garrett have last night I don't know if he he had, had, I don't think he had a tackle last night he had one tackle but the nice thing is part, probably the reason he didn't have a sack was because Pittsburgh was three and out so many times. yeah that's so, <laughs> especially for he a guy who fucking up. runs into goddamn sacks like yeah but he did blow up your left tackle once though yeah, well, oh yeah he fucking him. But yeah, Dan Moore's left tackle we're talking yeah, about. Yeah. And he was one of, he's a fourth round project that was kind of thrown to the wolves a little too early. But there might be something there, but when when he's off, he's fucking bad. How about Jukes uh, Accord for doing the uh, the flying body press on that defensive back? I never have a problem with that yeah, because that's pretty much a freaking. But the reason there's a problem with that, and I don't know if there's any way he could have known that, was the guy fucking tore his quad, and that's why he was on the ground. Yeah, that's yeah. the problem yeah. with it. But there's no way he's not going to be able to go, oh, he's hurt. Yeah. Oh, fuck him, I'm going to jump on him. Yeah, that. let's say, and there's no way to ever know. Like, if he knew that he was writhing in agony and not utterly defeated by Chooks or for and did that. Which has that's never a fucking move. Ever been no, no, Chooks isn't bad. My problem with Chooks is a good pass blocker. But this is where it should know. He's not a fucking, he's not a road grader. He we just, need that fucking uh, Justin Strelzik road grader fucking guard. At right tackle, yes. Yeah. And they should move Chooks to left tackle because he's a good pass blocker. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. But... <laughs> Uh, you know, it's, it's like it, 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 it was. <laughs> it was one of those things with, with with that one. Is the optics were worse than it actually was, and that's based off the idea of we don't know his intent. And if we know his intent, and his intent was as bad as the optics, then that was fucking dirty as shit. Yeah, that was probably the least chippy Steelers Browns game I've seen. Like I don't. It think was nuts, and, and I'm sorry for jumping into. No, no, no. Go ahead. Because you and I spoke like pre-recording about this, like. Did I expect this to be like a late 80s, early 90s thing? No, because the rivalry is now Steelers-Ravens. But I expected a lot from it from a fan perspective. And like every Steelers fan I saw yesterday, whether it was in the streets, at the stadium, at the casino afterwards, 
it's almost like Browns fans were like treating them like ghosts. Like, yeah, you exist, but I'm not acknowledging we you. We were steel, the Steelers were such a boogeyman for the Browns. Like it was like Browns fans hated the Steelers much more than Steelers fans hated the Browns. Like we just, well, I will say Browns fans hated the Steelers much more than they liked the Browns. Yeah, there for a while. There, we yeah. have a lot of Browns fan friends who are more anti-Steeler than they are pro-Brown. And that's what's hard. You almost get this thick skin against it because there are some people where it used to be the joke that the Browns' real postseason was waiting, you know, was hoping for the Steelers to lose. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, like and they cared far more about the fate of our team than their team. I their don't team think either one of these about. teams are going to the fucking playoffs <laughs> this year, that's for sure. The Browns probably have a better chance with that running game, but dear God, everybody on their defense got hurt. Do you realize that both, like, we swept you guys last year. Yeah. Do you realize both of the games would have looked like that if you would have ran that game plan? Yeah, right? Like, yeah. fucking hell. I mean, like, 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 we were worse against the run last year yeah. than we are this year. Yeah. Way worse. I, I, and it was just like, because that was a frustrating thing. It would be like third and two, and I'm like, well, they're going to give it a chub, and they're going to get it. Yeah. And there's nothing we can do to stop it. But last year, especially in that last game, it was like third and two. Uh, Baker's going to drop back and get sacked by T.J. Watson yeah. and dislocate yeah. his whole face. Well, I, and that's sort of the way I was looking at it, too, was last year, especially that second game, I mean, we killed you guys. And the reason was because we had freaking flaws. Tomlin outcoached Stefanski. Yeah. Last night. Can I point out something that's sad? And I read it this morning. Like, Stefanski is the first Browns coach since they came back in 99 to beat the Steelers three times. Yeah. That is sad. But it makes sense if you start to think about it. Like, he came in at the, like, when Ben was old. Yeah. But I I also think Stefanski is a pretty terrible coach. I'm not going to lie. He, well, he was the better coach last night. I'll tell you that. Was. And I mean, even when you start like getting away from the, well, these things work, you start, like, I see, like, the, the real nerdy accounts on, like, Twitter posting things like, okay, watch this. They lined up with 11 personnel but switched to 12 when they did this and it threw the Steelers off and that's why they shaded this way and did that. And it's just like, well, he knew that and that's why he ran that fucking play, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, they he were, outcoached them he, yesterday. Not only was there more talent on the Cleveland side, but they out, they were out coached. Yeah, I'm gonna say Joe Woods has to fucking go. Oh, he's not Joe good. Woods. There's no D in that guy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Joe Woods. Uh, Joe oh, Woods. That's really good. Um, too bad there's no O in Canada. Well, I mean, there, there is no O in Canada. Oh, there never has. Been. Oh my God, yeah. that's a tweet right now. There's no O in Canada. Um, but <laughs> yeah, there. <laughs> That's two times that I can remember. I mean, Belichick always outcoaches Tomlin, but that's not really saying a lot because Belichick outcoaches just about everybody. Um, But that's the first time a Browns coach has outcoached Tomlin twice because he they definitely outcoached the Steelers in that playoff game. Like yeah. I didn't think the Browns had a chance in that game. I don't think and, anybody did. And the fucking no wheels did. came off. But I will say this. I think that the game at the end of the year is going to be a completely different game. Oh, it's going to be way different. Yeah, we'll be resting starters for the playoffs. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. We're resting starters because they all have freaking reservations at like Turks and Caicos. And, yeah, yeah, that, we'll both be doing it. I don't know. What I'm hoping for is if it's going to be an off year, at least let the off year mean something. Yeah. Like, don't find get out the, some shit. Like, don't get the 15th pick in the draft. Don't go, don't go yeah. 8 and 9. Well, I'm not even 
I'm just saying. Did you have any luck? It'll last for twenty years. You know, I'm not even saying. I'm not even saying tank or anything like that. Like, no, I want them to continue to try to win. But like, if we go this whole year and we are not competitive, tank and. Mitchell Trubisky is still our starting quarterback. What the fuck was the point? Tank. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> but, I mean, remember this. The original plan with Ben was for him to not play at all that first year. Like, they were going to have Yeah, but I would take Tommy Maddox 10, 11 times out of 10 over fucking Mitch Trubisky. Tommy Maddox's gimmick was throwing a back-breaking, crippling interception in a crucial moment. Yeah, but at least he tried to fucking win. Each and every week. Yeah, Trubisky is, is uh, my friend. Paul keeps calling him Captain Checkdown. Yeah. No, I'm sorry, Checkdown Charlie. Well, I mean, that's sort of the problem with quarterbacks. Think about, like, um, Ryan Fitzpatrick. I mean, everybody loves Fitzpatrick, yeah. but Fitzpatrick was always trying to win, and it would fuck his team over sometimes because his talent was not at that level, but sometimes it would save their ass. But he was always looking for that play. He was always trying to win. This is a guy who's just trying not to lose, trying not to throw intercept, trying not to look bad. He doesn't fucking risk anything. He's never trying to make the play. All right, can we get into a little bit about the meta part of this? Did you guys like watching the game, Ryan and, and Brent? Did you guys like watching the game on Amazon? Yeah, because I don't have cable. Okay. All right, my problem with it is everybody's stream was off. Oh, yeah. My stream so, from my iPad to my TV was off. Dude, it was just half time. So, yeah, it was funny. Like, Paul, when we were talking to him last night, where I was just like, I had already been, like, fucking uh, bummed out about, like, a fucking back-breaking play for a good five minutes. And he was like, woo! Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a little weird, and I think Amazon needs to do something with that, work with the cable providers or whatever. But did you watch that pregame show is that pregame crew are they great or what with fucking uh, with with Fitzpatrick who looks like a, a drunken bloated Conor McGregor at this point but he just he comes on and he's just like oh my god this guy was born to do this stuff and then Tony Gonzalez who's like I'm wearing gloves Mike Tomlin would not want me on the team and then they had, and it was only like what it was, 55 it was degrees yeah and then um uh, it was. I think they said it was sixty at kickoff. Yeah, and, and he's then, like, and then they fucking had, freezing uh, out here. They, what's his name? He used to play for the Seahawks, the DB. Um, um, Richard Sherman. Sherman. Richard Sherman. Sherman. I will tell you, I just have to expect him to go Crabtree. The, uh, the unsung hero of it is Andrew Whitworth. I like him. That's like fucking lunch pail of shit. He throws, he has a fucking black hoodie and then he throws a sport coat over it. Yeah, yeah. Like, hell yeah. But like, a lot of it is, is I see it with Fitzpatrick. Like, oh, he's gonna be good, mm-hmm. but he needs to take his lumps a little bit mm-hmm. because sometimes he can be awkward and a little fucking stilted. They're just like, he needs these reps, he needs to keep going and he's gonna be something with yeah. this. And I kind of like that about him. But the good thing is, is that Tony Gonzalez has been doing it for a few years. Yeah, and you can tell he's way more seasoned. And actually, I think freaking um, Richard Sherman's going to be Richard really Sherman, good at this. Too. Richard Sherman's problem is he's going to wind up like Collinsworth and he's going to talk over everybody's heads. Richard Sherman is really smart. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's kind of a problem because you want to talk on a level that doesn't make it sound like you're an idiot. You don't want to be Dan Marino in the studio who just <laughs> sounds like a complete <laughs> dolt. Sorry, you know what I'm thinking? Yes. I loved Jaworski because like when he would break down film and stuff, I read Jaworski's book yeah. about about offenses. That was the most informative 
shit I've ever read yeah. in my life. I love Jaworski, but it was, yeah, you're the right. The way he broadcast, he was like, I mean, it'd be great if he was in your living room and you never watched football did, before. Did you like Al yeah. Michaels and Kirk Street as a team? Yeah, I mean, did you take you a quarter and a half to realize that this isn't fucking Alabama and Georgia? This is the Steelers and the Browns with Herb Street? I, I liked Herb Street. Yeah. Can't fucking stand Al Michaels. Oh, man. see, no, I love Al Michaels. Al Michaels, Al Michaels is, is like the goat, man. He's like the voice of football. Yeah, it's like it'd be one of those days where Al Michaels is not going to be doing it, and football's not going to be. You the know, same. he was just blowing the Steelers last night, and I was over. He, he always says. <laughs> I will point out. I love his when he references like the fucking line. Oh, he's always like, 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 like you for some people. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's always like you know who you are. Al Michaels is fucking great. I love Al Michaels. I, but like with Herb Street, I, I've always been a Herb Street fan. Yeah, I, love Herb I think Street. he's good, and I think he's actually one of the things I've always been impressed about with Herb Street is I I, I feel like for such an Ohio State guy, I mean he was their he's fucking quarterback douche, and it's so amazing. Well, no, like he is able to approach things objectively, objectively, a hundred percent. Like he really like his takes. Like you wouldn't think so because he looks like the dude that spent like I'm on college game day and I'm just fucking. Sorority girls for years until I finally got married, and that's probably what happened. Good for him. him. He's had a yeah. lot of really good takes yeah. about the the BLM stuff, and and he's just a we, thoughtful dude. I is, like him. He's good at his job, and he's not on game day anymore. And they replaced him with fucking Pat McAfee, which is like that's a fucking good one. Though I, I like love that. Pat McAfee, <laughs> but um, let's do this. Uh, we're about to wrap up. Uppy. Yes, we have a little game we like to play. Uppy. It's all the idiot-filled questions. Oh, okay. Brent, can I have 90 seconds no, on the clock, No, fuck it. ask him. All right. <laughs> Puppy, you oh, I farted. Oh. Uh, I thought there was yes. somebody knocking on the door. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So. Hey, at least it didn't sound like he shot himself that time. All right. Yeah, Uppy. right. Jesus. Dude, I remember the one time I, I sharted. <laughs> And I was one time. No, I'm not, I, I have to edit this out, so please don't continue. I'm not going to edit. I'm not going to. I don't want to edit out your sharding story. One time. So why would you want to? Yeah. All right. I'll give you my sharding story later. Do you need questions, Uppy? Yes. Uh, what is the best sandwich? Best sandwich like, ever. Your your best sandwich. No. If you find yourself in Hotel California, you get the beef Leo at okay. Francis Deli. What's one thing you own that you really should throw out? The one thing I own. Got it. Ooh yeah. <laughs> That was, a, that was a blueberry. Right? Like, shit. God. Even with that extra time. What the fuck was the question again? I can't believe it. One thing you own, one thing that you own that you really should throw out. Probably that fucking sweatshirt. One, I would agree with that. One, next one, one of my three cats. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you're going to the peninsula at Presque Isle. What beach are you going to? Is it a gay one? <laughs> Wow, that's okay, one. Okay. That is one. Beach one. Okay. <laughs> All right. Start bench cut. Smith's hot dogs, pepperoni balls, sponge candy. Uh, start bench cut. Um, start Smith's hot dogs. Okay. Bench pepperoni balls cut okay. sponge candy. Okay. Agreed. Nobody ever spun or uh, pepperoni balls are always the bench. bench. I would. I would actually start. Yeah. I, I, I would also start pepperoni balls. I have been this close to ordering Smith's hot dogs online. Bench the sponge candy and I have cut not, the Smith's hot dogs. Oh, I, no, I, no. I cut the fuck out of sp- yeah. sponge candy. I, I like sponge, sponge candy. candy. I hate sponge candy. Right. Sponge candy yeah. can suck my dick. Wow, okay. It's 
divisive. People are like, we all like it, but it's divisive. <laughs> all right. Who was the last person you asked for an autograph? Gosh, uh, that's not something I do very often, but I think I only asked once, and it was actually when I was living, uh, when, I, when I was growing up, living in uh, Crawford County, I uh, got an A's baseball card. I'm trying to remember who the player was. Probably uh, like fucking Prieto, honestly. Okay. Like back when. On Arrow Prieto? Yeah. What is your yeah. least favorite? So, so I sent his card to like the Open A's. Oh, nice. Return envelope stamped, and I never saw it again. Oh, fuck. Mine was Ozzy Smith, and I got it. My oh, last son of a bitch. My last autograph was Kurt Angle. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is your least favorite smell? Steelers fans? Um, hey! <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't. Uh, least favorite smell? Gosh. Uh, Brent's farts. Okay. Uh, <laughs> asking on those motherfuckers, aren't you? <laughs> Most used app on your phone. Most used app. Uh, hit it, Rich. Casino? A grinder. Okay. Grinder. Uh, Definitely grinder. Uh, Funny story about grinder that I'll tell when we get off the air. Uh, no, tell that shit on the okay. air. Uh, let me forget to tell you about my, the best AIDS story ever. My, <laughs> yes. All this on the stand. My, my late wife's brother-in-law had divorced her sister. And he told me, he's like, I'm thinking about getting into dating. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to use one of those apps. Which one should I use? And I was like, oh, absolutely use Grindr. It's G-R-I-N-D-R. And he's like, okay. And then he comes back and he's like, I can't fucking believe you did that. And he was just, he was so bad. I was laughing so hard. He probably got so many cock pics. Oh, my God. It was just, he's like, it was like wall-to-wall cocks. It was all. <laughs> I was like, this is the greatest thing that's ever happened. That's the name of this episode, wall-to-wall cocks. It's just going to be wall-to-wall with up. Uh, <laughs> okay, that is actually really good. You gotta find out what it's about. I yeah. like it. All right, uh, how many pennies could fit in this room? A million? I don't know. Uh, Brent, you actually had the answer at one point. Well, okay. Do you remember when we were at Sayertown Elementary and they had that like glass cube and they were trying to get a million pennies, which was ten thousand dollars, way smaller in this room, right? And you have to assume that that cube could fit a million pennies. Mm-hmm. So what I try to do is think of a cube probably about the size of this table and about that tall. Okay. And then extrapolate. So extrapolate. I am going to say 20 million. Okay. All right. We have no idea. That's just interesting. Have you guys been to the penny bar in Meadville? Fuck yeah, dude. Penny bar's awesome. I don't think it's still Let me ask the last question, you fuckers. If you said that in the penny bar, you'd be kicked out. Yeah. (laughs) Dude, we have an episode about the penny bar. All right. This is kind of a local question. So. I have um, to imagine it's Buffalo fans at this point. Yeah. uh, Most annoying local fan base is Definitely, it's going to be Buffalo. Definitely Buffalo. But you know what? They've kind of earned it. But I have to ask the question because some people okay. might not know the question. The question yeah. is, most annoying local fan base, Brown Steelers or Bills? I have to because you know what? I mean, granted, who knows where the Steelers fans were from that I saw yesterday. They were all pretty chill. So I have to go to Buffalo. So uh, I, I appreciate that. I will say the most annoying local fan base is, in fact, Steelers fans. I will say it's Browns. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I would, too, actually. Before Honestly. we wrap up, I just want to yeah. There's a reason, not use personally. Yeah. Right. 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 Uh, before we wrap up, 
I just want to let everybody know, uh, go ahead and check us out on our Patreon at patreon.com slash idiotvillepodcast. Uh, donate some money, help us keep the lights on. We would really appreciate it. We're going to get some more content up there ASAP. I have that uh, that pro wrestling one shot that we did. We're going to put up on it. Dude, put that on there. That'd be great. Yes. So, for Uppy. Thanks for having me, man. Hall of Justice, th- this was amazing. Thank you. Like, uh, I'm going to get long-winded. I don't do that often. But I remember the day you guys decided to do this thing. I was in a group chat with Dill and Brent. And Dill was telling Brent, with me present, virtually, I just ordered the microphones. So I, I remember, like, when Idiotville was becoming a thing in the Hall of Justice. So thank you for having me here in the Hall of Justice to do this. Nothing against Cam, but... Thank you. <laughs> Doing it in the Hall of Justice, like you, you earned it. You yeah. earned your your visit, you yeah. know. Um, and that that group text has been going on since the 2016 Stanley Cup Finals. Oh yeah, uh, that when the Pens won their first cup. Pens after, and Sharks. Yeah. Like I was, uh, I was in the maternity ward at the hospital. That my daughter was like two weeks old when the Pens won that cup. Yeah. I was wearing my Sidney Crosby jersey at the hospital. Like people are dogging me. I said, "Fuck you, we're winners." Yeah, yeah and, and that's all. <laughs> Like, that was I knew first words, yes. for four years before I met him. <laughs> so um, I, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to come on, sending us beer, constantly getting us more drunk than we need to be when <laughs> we do this show. Um, and and it's it's always good to see you, even if you are a Browns fan. And I hope you guys have the fucking time of your lives tomorrow at that fucking Penn State Damn. game. Oh, yeah. um, for uh, for Ryan Lewis, who is back and concussed. Oh, yeah. How are you feeling? Uh, like a winner. Browns won 2970. <laughs> and I don't remember a thing. Neither do I. It's okay. It's fine. And for Prince and Liberty. I'll be a little actually long winded about this too. Um, so, when I was in second grade, I met one of my best friends in the world. And. We were actually making stuff in like like Legos and shit, and all this stuff. I remember when you moved away, like between eighth and ninth grade, and I think of like the fact that you're still. We're forty, and you're still one of my best friends in the world. You've been living on the other side of the fucking country, and all those people. Well, the vast, vast majority of them that we hung out with Mm -hmm. back then, I haven't talked to in twenty years, and I still I I I talk to you every week, Mm -hmm. man. Like I love you, bro. And I'm so happy to have you here and be a part of this. Thank you. And before Dale signs off for himself, it it actually came up at a recent barbecue we had at the Epi household. Um, We had the Beardos ever. Beardo was like the first person literally I met when I moved to California, um, which was in 1996. So it's coming up on 30 years. And we were hanging out in the backyard after the sun went down because it was one of those, you know, desert days in the summer. Um, I think I got asked about how I, like, identify um, not gender-wise, but like <laughs> I was wondering where you were going with that. I mean, whatever, man. I don't care. I'm gender fluid. No. Um, oh, you can get some gender fluid on your face tonight while you're sleeping. Right. Oh, but I, I brought up. <laughs> I, I brought up that I'm still a Pennsylvanian. And it was, I, the, the retort I got was, well, you've lived here for like so fucking long. I was like, yeah, I have. And sometimes I'm a Californian because, but to deny, like th- there's just things that are, are inherent to my DNA mm. that could have only come from growing up bored in the fucking late 80s in Crawford County. 
that carry with me. And like, and as I was driving in, because I, I stayed the night in Cleveland last night, and I was driving uh, down to Meadville, actually to hang out with Brent's brother, uh, who I've known since he was like fucking two. Uh, who I've known Brent for ten years. I've never met him. Yeah, he never gets up here. Um, I was thinking about it, you know, and I have something emotional moments. But the thing is, like, you know, like, I, at some point, like, you think, is, is there going to be a day where I don't care anymore? But here I am, 40, 26 years after I moved, and it still means something. And in some ways, it means more than it ever did. And you just don't question anymore. It's just who we, who, who I am. And uh, we still actually own property in Crawford County. Uh, I went to visit it today and uh, had some moments. I got my and, foot run over by a car there once. Yeah, my dad ran over his foot. <laughs> Um, you can't see the driveway anymore, but but you know the thing is it all comes full circle because we own it. We're thinking about like putting some sort of cabin out there and like having you know like Christmas there once in a while with the kids and grandkids when we get older. So um, it's always gonna be something of who I am. And uh, Mrs. Eppy, who's California girl all the way, uh, has adopted it, and that's actually kind of her plan. Like, hey, let's have Christmas in Pennsylvania every year. So that's cool. Yeah, that is awesome. So Eppy, thank you so much for no, joining us. Thank you. That's gonna do it for it. Field Team 19. I am Dill Spears, and we will see you in hell. Team would like to thank Community Access Media, the Otakowitz Food Truck, Glamour Realty, our Patreon subscribers, and all of our listeners for their support and contributions. We'll be here. 